Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Xin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, I'm Shinning. Welcome to the Square Apple Show. When I teach the business model design class, one of the most common behaviour that I encounter in my class is that the students all believe that their idea is the best. There is absolutely no reason why people, including me, the prof, doesn't love their idea. Their illusion gets disintegrated when they either present it to the client or when they bring their ideas out to be validated by prospective customers. Either the target segment is not clear enough or the value proposition is not compelling enough, or it's operationally not viable, or the market is just not big enough. If you think that's familiar, yes, you've heard it in Shark's Tank as well. It's really not that different. And you would think that when I work on my own business, I'm impartial about my idea, validate the idea till death, right? Wrong. Today's podcast will be based on a Bible verse, Matthew chapter 7, verse 3. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? In the original context, the author was talking about hypocrisy in, hypocrisy in people. But in today's podcast, I'll be twisting the meaning a little to talk about our blind spots. So today I will share my experience of missing the plank in my eye when my profession is about catching the specks in other people's eye. If you are a new entrepreneur developing a new product or if you are someone who thinks that you have a really great idea that no one can refuse, this podcast is for you. Recently, I started to develop a one-day course around the theme of mindset shift that I intend to deliver online. I thought that the content of such a course is very timely, firstly because the world has been turned upside down by COVID-19 and many people and businesses are affected in an unprecedented way. You absolutely need to get out of your old paradigm and look at the world in a new way to see new opportunities. Anyone could make use of mindset shift techniques anywhere. You could be an office worker, an entrepreneur, a student stuck in my course, anyone, anywhere, anytime. You know what? When I sent the training curriculum to eight friends, all of them had one question which deeply baffled me. Who is the target audience? Ah? What, what do you mean, who is the target audience? It can be used by anybody. So, I committed the cardinal sin of sell to many, sell to none, which I preach to my students. If people cannot relate to why they need to buy the course, if it doesn't seem to solve their problems, then I just think that the rule didn't apply to me nor my products. 
At this point, I want to take a pause before I continue describing how my course continued to get battered by my eight friends. Yes, they are still my friends in case you're wondering. Why is it so difficult for me to see my own blind spot when I'm a pro at critiquing others? Research has shown that a key cognitive bias of entrepreneur is over-optimism and overconfidence, in that they overestimate their chances of success and this is more prevalent in younger entrepreneurs compared to older entrepreneurs. I suppose the optimism and overconfidence is a function of the fact that I think I know the audience very well. Well, I do know the target because I think I am the target. When I'm developing the product, it's all from my perspective. Therefore, it's a perfect fit, and which is why I love the product so much. What eludes me is that not everybody thinks like me, which is why validating the product is so critical because I'm not going to be my only customer. And what is stopping me from validating from others? It took me a while to realise this. I think it's fear. It's fear of hearing people say, I don't think people want to pay for this, you know. They are already wondering where their next paycheck will come from. Or people saying, yeah, bosses need to learn about this mindset change stuff, but they are too busy to go for training. Or people saying, yeah, people who need mindset change uh, usually don't realise they need it, you know. You need to be emotionally resilient to hear people bashing your beloved idea. I mean, after all, I'm supposed to be a teacher of business model, so it is embarrassing for people to point out what doesn't work in your idea, right? I believe that's why I've shied away from actively validating my ideas. So what can I do about this? Firstly, reframe the objections from something frightening to something positive. Let me explain how. The reason why I sought the opinion of my friends is because Janisha, my business coach, asked me to collect objections. She said that my sales page needs to reflect how I'm addressing objections. How can I think of objections when I'm so in love with my idea? Which was why I set out to talk to people. So when I got past the initial discomfort of hearing negative comments, I actually looked forward to hearing people tell me why they think my product wouldn't work. On a related note, I've been studying patterns found in sales funnel pages. If you're not familiar with the term sales funnel, don't worry, you are likely to have come into one before. It's a page that explains why the product is, what the product is and why you should buy it. A good sales page is like a virtual salesman having a conversation with you. It will contain all the objections that you can possibly have about the product or service. The sales page knows you even before you recognize that you need the product. It is highly likely you will convert when you come into a funnel that knows that you are the one. And how does the author of these funnel pages know what objections to put on the sales page? It's very likely that he has heard these rejections many times before. So objections are not failure. They are stepping stones to success. Secondly, it is to test the market. What do I test? I like the framework in Alex Osterwalder's new book, Testing Business Idea, where he breaks up the testing process into three parts. The first is to test the desirability of the idea. There are many ways to do that depending on the nature of the product. I can first ask my friends whom I can trust to give me brutal feedback. This will give you some sense of the potential market response. 
since I'm selling a training course, then I could sell them the course and see if there's any takers. If nobody buys it, then I know that it is one of two things. Firstly, my marketing sucks. Or secondly, I'm creating a product that nobody wants. In reality, it's difficult to distinguish between them. So the validation needs to be well-planned to ensure clarity of what drives the outcome that we see. If you don't have a ready product, you could create Facebook or landing pages designed to obtain feedback. But that's topic for another day. Once we ascertain the desirability, then we can move on to determine the feasibility, which is around operationalizing the idea and viability, which is whether the idea can make money sustainably. I'll talk more about these in a podcast for another day. We are now near the end of today's episode. If you are someone who is like me, who needs a bit of scheduling to validate my ideas, then you need to get out there and talk to people about what you are selling. Secondly, you need to collect objections like they are gems falling out of the prospect's mouth because addressing objections will eventually lead you to drive conversion. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly forward slash square apple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e-a-p-p-l-e. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.